You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Monday, August 31st. The year is 2020. Yeah. I'm your host, Will Hunter. Yeah, you are. Joined by my really just disappointed, and it's all now setting in that this isn't game week, co-host Matt Sheehan. I was clinging on to every snap of Central Arkansas versus Austin Pay on Saturday night. And Austin also... Uh, I see. I, I said Austin P once, and then someone today was like, uh, "You know it's Austin Pay, right?" So here we go again. Just one of those things. Um, and also sprinkled in a little bit of North Dakota high school football as well. When uh, one was on commercial, I'd bounce back to the other one. So not a bad Saturday nightcap, I gotta say, as far as football goes. And also, it's terrible. It's not gonna happen this year with MSU, at least until maybe Thanksgiving. Ah, who knows? I have no idea. Well. We can talk about that. Fine. We can also talk about uh, maybe it's okay that it's not Michigan State because we are going to relive. (laughs) (laughs) Happy anniversary, by the way, Will. This is Matt's idea, so I want to put this all squarely on him. On today's show, uh, it is the one-year anniversary of Tulsa versus Michigan State, the uh, opening night of the last season of the Mark D'Antonio era. And Matt, mm-hmm. for some reason, wants to recap what happened and just sort Locked of... Locked on masochism, baby. Let's go. Let's get it popping tonight. Uh, what we should have seen coming, what we should have known, thoughts after the game, and just sort of, yeah, I don't know, use it as a chance to... Reminisce. Reminisce on, on happier times. <laughs> uh, times. Just how, how about just times? I think that's a... Reminisce on times. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, we are going to talk about... Matt posed this as a question to me. Should, did the Big Ten cancel too early? It's... Uh, boy, a lot of people sure think so. Yeah, even... And I posed that question, and even I don't know what to think of it still. So just stay tuned for that segment as I make up my mind as to whether uh, the Big Ten made the right call or not. Yeah, the uh, there's some reports throughout the weekend that the Big Ten is considering... Uh, I guess what's the best way to potential starter on Thanksgiving? Right, keep the that's conversation probably, going. I guess yeah, yeah that, that's probably the best. You keep Steve. their name in the headlines. Oh, bless you. Oh, heaven, stay with me here, Will. Okay, I'm back. Um, yeah, Bruce Feldman. Okay. I just got a headline up here from the Athletic. Feldman Big Ten considering potential start around Thanksgiving for 2020 season, and we'll uh, we can talk about some of that. Some of that's uh, what was in the reporting. If there's anything new or interesting, yada yada yada. Cool. Sounds so, good to me. That is the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, I'm really... Mm-hmm. What's disappointing right now is mm-hmm. we got an email over the, the weekend from the higher-ups, and they're like, hey, College Channel, back to five episodes a week with games starting. Oh, my God. I had an aneurysm when I read that email, <laughs> yeah. but luckily they addressed the and Big that, Ten portion of this in the second paragraph yeah. of the email. I was like, five a, days a week for a us. paragraph what? later, Big Ten, stay at three because you're not playing. Your your school's not playing. I'm like, oh. I, it, it was a deep sigh of relief and also a bit, little bit like, God. It hurt. It's just What I would knife. do to be able to do a five-day show right now. Yeah. 
So yeah, that was that was tough. So if you uh, want to, and I, I think we should talk about actually adopting Mississippi State until the Big Ten starts playing football again. Fine by me. And just do it as a community. Like let's watch Mississippi State Bulldog mm-hmm. football and talk about it. Yeah, I, I literally can't name one player on their team right now, but by uh, September 15th, we'll be all in on the Bulldogs, we'll baby. Experts. Hail State! <laughs> Hail State. Uh, so, yeah. But uh, let's uh, try to get back on track here for today's show. So we're only doing three episodes a week. Other schools, other shows are back to five days a week. We are holding steady at three, Matt. Yes. Let's uh, let's do this. You, you know what? You're in charge today. You wanted to do Tulsa versus oh, Michigan heavens. State 2019. Yeah. Do it. So, you know what? I, I'm, I'm not even going to talk about the game right now. So, August 30th, 2019 was MSU beating Tulsa by a, a just a, just unleashed the wagon on them. Beat them 28-7. to Ooh, what a statement win for your Spartans on opening night. The first question here has nothing to do with the game. Does that seem like a year ago or does it seem like seven years ago like it does to me right now? It seems like 7,000 years ago. Like I have lived 7, four okay, lifetimes. Gotcha. <laughs> it was in the Old Testament. Yes, yes. you could read about it in John three seventeen. Fantastic. Here, I also have a question that's not directly related to this game, but I mean it is, but it's not about the specific, like a moment or a player or anything like that. It's just okay something about this game. Sure. When you see a football score mm-hmm. that is twenty eight to seven. Yeah, four touchdowns for the winning team, one for the other team. Okay, yeah, that's, that was just yeah. gonna ask. How do you assume those those were scored? It's it's how I do multiplication when I was in elementary school. Like seven. Oh, okay. Well, five. Yeah, that's five touchdowns. Thirty-five. Okay, cool. Perfect. Yeah, tw- twenty-eight. Yeah, that's that's four touchdowns. Why? I, what was it? Any more difficult than that? Well, it started out with a touchdown. Yeah, Michigan State touchdown. First of three, presumably. Yep, and then it went field goal, field mm. goal. Mm. Safety. Hey. <laughs> defensive touchdown. Yeah. Field goal. Woo. Field goal. And that nice. is how you get your 28. Oh, man. For the first of seven games where MSU's offense scored one touchdown or less last season. If only we knew that when we were walking out of the stadium that night. God. What a what a foreshadowing game. Honestly, and I, I, I do remember walking out of that game in a bad mood. And my wife was like, what's, like, are you okay? Like, they, they want, I'm like, no, you know, th- this is the same bleep that we saw last year. Like, th- this is all going to happen all over again. Horrible offense. The defense is going to be just fine. Spoiler alert, they actually weren't that fine last year to begin with. But you can see where I was coming from leaving the game. I was like, okay, cool. We can't even beat the Golden Hurricane with a thunderous offense. Uh, boy, we're, we're, we're back in for another fantastic uh, Red Box Bowl-esque season. Woohoo! Did you yeah. have the same vibes kind of walking out of the game, or did you have hope? I, th- I think you kind of had hope walking out, right? Yeah, so I chose to try to see the positives. Um, mm, I should try that once. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, Michigan State was unveiling a new offense, quote-unquote, uh, you know, in the post-game press conference. Mark D'Antonio. Scoring last was their offense. Nice. That's a good, good switch up from 2018 there. Mark D'Antonio said in the post-game press conference, we're, yeah, we're going to be a no-huddle, up-tempo offense. We're going to go fast this year. And I was like, okay, yeah, kind of thought sure. that might be a thing, but that's good. I'm excited about that. Change. Spoiler, spoiler alert, Matt. And I remember, I don't have this directly in front of me, but it's somewhere mm-hmm. in my notes 
somewhere. Uh, Michigan State had the exact same seconds per play yes. that they did in twenty. It was twenty seventeen, twenty or twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, and twenty nineteen all had the exact same time, like seconds per play. Or twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, twenty sixteen. They mm-hmm. had the exact same tempo three of the last four years, including the year where. Oh, here it is. I, I just found it. I just turned to it. Wow! In my look notes. at you. Diligent note-taker. Yes. Seconds per play, 2016, was 25.9. 2017, they went slower, 27.8 seconds per play. 2018, 25.9. And then Mark D'Antonio and that Michigan State offense led by Brad Salem said they were going to go fast, no huddle, up-tempo, 25.9 seconds per play. And you add into that, you're not going any faster, and you're also removing the huddle and making communication harder. So all the benefits you get of not huddling the speed are is negated. All you're doing is making it harder on yourself to communicate without going any faster. I love all MSU teams, but I, I think I dislike this team as much as I loved the 2013 Rose Bowl team. This team drove. This team has shaved years off my life, and not for like the good, like fun twenty fifteen team reasons. You know, like this this yeah. team. Oh, god! So, first half of that game, I go into halftime. It was twenty five nothing, and yeah. you, you may not. Remember, Tulsa had uh, a really quick like bang, 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 bang. We're back in this. Not really, but like oh. What? Drive. Yeah, like it right, just, right. They went in a minute 56, seven plays, 85 yards, I think all through the air, 28-yard uh, TD pass. So they made it 25-7 to seven with 30 seconds left in the half. So Michigan State kicked three field goals, had a defensive touchdown and a safety. I think the safety was a bad snap, if I remember correctly. Uh, both of them were. The touchdown and the safety was a bad punt snap, maybe. I, it, it doesn't matter. They had a couple bad snaps. One led to a safety. One led to a touchdown. Mm-hmm. All that into context is 25-7 at halftime. I'm sure you do the same thing I do and a lot of people do. You look Mm -hmm. at the scoreboard at halftime, you multiply it by two. Yeah. And I go, hey, if Michigan State wins this game 50-14, to which they're on pace to do, everyone's going to be real happy leaving Spartan Stadium later today. How about 28-7? Is that close enough to 50 points? (laughs) Matt, they scored three points the rest of the way. Seventeen play drive. <laughs> Seventeen <laughs> play drive for seventy three yards took seven and a half minutes, and they kicked a forty yard field goal. They didn't even get into the red zone. You have to go out of your way to do that to have seventeen plays and stay out of the red zone the entire time. Yes. And that was after a three and out. They chased the field goal drive with a three and out. Then they had a six and out, which they like so, and then a three and out, and then a four and out. So to keep track, they had uh, three three and outs and a four and out in the second half. Of their six possessions against uh, was that Alabama Crimson Tide? No, oh, I'm sorry, the the, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane coming off a two or three. Oh, win what a foreshadowing yeah. game! Oh, that God, dang it, man! All right, let's. I want to stick with this. This is fun. I'm having more fun than I thought. No, I'm we'll having do, a blast. Yeah, this is. Great. We'll do more of this in a second uh, and transition to the Big Ten stuff. Maybe halfway through the next segment. But first, okay. a word from Built Bar. Built Bar, let's build those bars. MSU could have used Built Bars in the second half against the Tulsa Hurricane, Golden Hurricane, excuse me, last year. And it's Golden Hurricane, not Hurricanes. Golden Hurricane. Whatever. <laughs> no, I know, Whatever. you said it right, but everyone's like, oh, Golden Hurricanes, right? Miami Hurricanes. It's, yeah. it's No. 
The Golden it's a Hurricane. singular hurricane. Yeah. A hurricane. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Matt, you and I have had tons of Built Bars. They are sure absolutely have. delicious. And now the formula Fantastic. is new. It's improved. The reviews oh, yeah. are coming in, and they oh. are rave. Talk to me about them. They are rave reviews. There are 18 amazing flavors. You've got some originals, right? Mm-hmm. Standard peanut butter. Everyone loves peanut butter. Sure. Mint brownie, salted caramel, toffee, mm. almond, peanut God, butter brownie. Woo. And you got new flavors including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, apple, almond crisp, cherry barcia. Like it's, these things are just the bomb and they keep rolling out incredible flavors. Every bar is covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft, easy to chew. They taste like a candy bar and Matt, they're healthy. Yeah, they are. You got that right. I don't know how they do it, because usually in life, the better something tastes, the worse it is for you. Built Bar mm-hmm. has, and that in the protein bar game, that is true. The, the yeah. good bars that taste like crap are the ones that are good for you. Not anymore. Built uh-uh. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. They crush the competition like in all of these metrics. They've got more protein and less calories, less sugar, more fiber, less net carbs like they absolutely crush it and right now you can go to builtbar.com use promo code locked on you'll get ten dollars off your next order and that is not just for your first order or just your next order it's for any order while this promotion is going builtbar.com promo code locked on to get ten dollars off your next order one more time builtbar.com promo code locked on for ten dollars off all right matt okay well Walking out of the Tulsa game, you said you were mad and your wife was wondering why. What was the Try, trying one? to do your job of plains therapist yeah. after an MSU performance? Yeah, she she she's the OG uh, unbillable hours therapist for me when it comes to what, MSU sports. And what was the number one thing driving this? Because uh, we we saw a lifeless offense once again. Uh, paired with what looked to be a great defense, and I was like, "Oh, good! Oh, the 2018 season never ended. That's fantastic. That's a, this is essentially." I walked out of that game, and I was like, "That that's the 14th game of the 2018 season that I just watched. <laughs> like, the, like the, the last like however many months it was, like five six months of break, might as well have never happened. Like this, this is fantastic." Yeah, but at least they fired everyone on the offensive staff. And, yeah, and clean slate completely. Yeah. Right, a bunch of new, fa- brand new faces. Yeah, just shake, rattle, and rolling into a new regime. Morons. And do you know, and here's okay. And here's also probably number two. What I was most upset about. It's me. I, I, I walked out of there with, with, with clown makeup on. Like here I am walking into the season. Like oh, this will be different. Yeah, shuffling the staff. Of course, this is gonna work. This is fantastic. It's all good in the hood, baby. Who needs LJ Scott anyway? <laughs> yeah, right. Not us. Uh, this is a ten-win team. We're gonna go to a New Year's Six bowl. Oh God. Oh no. Just one offensive touchdown against the Golden Hurricane. And oh my goodness gracious, Matt, you complete effing moron. You thought things would be different, you stooge. So that, uh, that was probably number two, uh, as to why I was so upset Pre-season because I realized how big of a moron I was. Preseason number yeah, 18. Yeah, well, this, this, this same crap happened like in, in 2018. I, it, it was just a, a complete mirror of that season, it seemed like. Already through game one, like I don't want to say I'm the Messiah and I could see all, but like that game was a little too uncanny of a similarity between 2018 and, oh, okay, well, this is just another rerun. Woohoo! We're all having fun now. Mm-hmm. 
<sighs> I've been wrong on a lot of predictions in my life. I've been right on a few, and unfortunately, this is one of the times I was right. It was like, great, this is just going to be another 2018 season. Fantastic. Why couldn't I have been wrong on that one, of all things? But here, here so we are. So I've got my, my charting up here mm-hmm. from uh, that first drive, the, the touchdown drive. Yeah, the scripted play drive, the, the only drive that they would ever score on that season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we forget there was 25 yards worth of defensive penalties in that. Because I'm like, oh, they, here we are. They Home field advantage, baby. <laughs> they scrimmage from the MSU 30. Brian Lewerke picks up 16 yards. The next play is from the Tulsa 29. <laughs> yep. Yep, just, just how you drew it up, baby. You got to script your first 15 plays, and uh, yeah, two flags. We're, we're in the fold there. Yeah. Oh, God. They, they ran nine plays that were, like, counted and got a f- total of 48 yards. And one of them was a 15-yard swing pass that was thrown behind the line of scrimmage and required, like, <laughs> this multiple spin moves and just to get the first down on third and seven in the red zone. Yeah. We should have seen this coming. We should have seen that first drive and been like, yeah, that was a horseshoe up your you-know-what drive. <laughs> That's not uh, and, and like they scored that and I remember like everyone the tweets offense is fixed baby they did it they got it and I was yeah, like okay that's nice a few of those yeah and remember I was optimistic coming out of this game because I could see some different things they were trying and how it was just like okay they just missed this misread here like they this is week one the I could see a bunch of plays they left out there easy things to correct now they never got around to really correcting a lot of those things it just persisted throughout the year um but i remember after that first drive i was like that felt lucky and everyone else was like yeah and then by the end of the game everyone was mad and i was like hold on (laughs) there's some good here (laughs) like it just completely flipped the entire like through that game like i watch a train wreck offense for three and a half quarters and i'm like i see the good in this you were the conductor of the orchestra on the Titanic, like trying to like play some hits as as the the ship was going down. Like, oh, hold on, let's not all leave right now. We got some bangers to play for you guys. Yeah, and you know uh, what? I was proved what? right one week later. Yeah, no, that that was all fun and games against Western and God, then, Broncos. And then you were never horrible. Again. <laughs> and then just ten ten straight weeks of just shame and disappointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. and to win against Maryland to cap it all off. <laughs> but you know what? Well, and this will though. Okay, sure. This is going to segue us into the next segment here. I'm going to miss the hell out of it all oh, yeah. this year. I, I I would do anything to have it all back. Just oh, just to feel alive again. Just to feel disappointed about college kids playing a football game. Oh, I would do anything just to feel that in me once again this fall. But the only way to do that is through uh, select FCS teams and um, your occasional Division One team, depending on what area of the country it's in and how COVID testing is going and yada, yada, yada. So... But well, not not with the green and white, Will, unfortunately. Let's, let's try this. Uh, okay. let, let's start this segment, <clears throat> and then we'll we'll finish it out in segment three. But we had a couple minutes here in segment two. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just from Bruce Feldman, and this has been – it's similar to stuff that was reported elsewhere. Uh, and I will find who – it was the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel who kind of broke this story. Sir Yacht works for the Milwaukee Sir Sentinel Yacht. Journal. Is that, Sir okay. Yacht, it's just on a redemption tour, although I, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, so basically, Big Ten coaches, ADs, forming committees, trying to work with medical personnel to figure out things. If is is there a way to play this fall? Is there a way to start in Thanksgiving? 
Ohio State's athletic director Gene Smith told The Athletic that the Thanksgiving start is one of the options being discussed. Um, coaches want to play. The ADs, have, some of them have been outspoken, but apparently the ADs uh, are on board. The TV networks are like, yep, well, whatever you can figure out, we'll get to it. Coaches are holding meetings, trying to you know figure out options, playing parameters, metrics, whatever, all that stuff. They're really digging into it. They're trying to get back on the field as soon as possible, maybe as soon as this fall, Matt. Sweet. This should go on without a hitch. <laughs> Here's the thing. Not one person involved in these meetings or anything is a decision maker when it comes to yeah. why this season was suspended or postponed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've known all, like, Sir Yacht tweeted, like, oh, all the ADs are, like, and I'm sure he... Maybe if he actually got legitimate information, it was this same stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, all the ADs are all in on playing this fall. They're going to get back on the... Like, they've been all in the entire time. Their budgets are relying on this. Toast. They yeah, are incredibly right. motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Presidents of universities, like Michigan State has such a big, giant budget for the entire school. Right? Mm-hmm. Athletics is one separate entity academics is the money maker right yeah matt what's, they're both making money yeah. yeah what's uh what's tuition at msu i should have it's a, it's it's a lot it's we'll, we'll call it 50 grand right i'm gonna say, I, I feel, I'm I, gonna I say like 20 grand just yeah okay um, okay uh all right you want to guess what twenty thousand dollars is times uh fifty thousand students uh, more than a million dollars. It is a billion dollars. Mm, that's, a, that's a nice number. <laughs> it's a nice, nice number. I don't even, like, I just, I just did that off the, well, I want to see what this number is. Yeah. Yeah. In-state tuition is about 15 grand out of state is 40 grand. It just, that's what yeah. Mr. Google.com has told me here. So. Perfect. There you go. So, yeah, there's a lot of money at stake and a lot of money outside of athletics at stake. Um, yeah. and potentially in the future. Well, I think we should let, – let's talk about the discussion you – or the question you threw to me. Okay. Uh, and we'll do that here in just a second. Uh, did the Big Ten call it too early? Because I think it's a fair question to ask. But first, Matt, we got to tell the fine people about the folks at Home Field. Yes, sir. Home Field. What? what? Homefieldapparel.com. Suit yourself up, baby. Let's go. Home Field Apparel is the number one officially licensed retro collegiate apparel direct-to-consumer brand in the nation. Yeah, it is. I don't know if that's like an actual ranking, but they like to say stuff like that, and it's funny to me, like all those qualifiers. Basically, home field apparel. It's what I'm comfortable saying, though. Yeah, yeah, they are. they, They make incredibly comfortable, officially licensed clothing. They have incredible retro logos from old yearbooks and and programs. You need to go check out their new MSU line. It dropped at the beginning of August on August 1st. Uh, they've got an incredible uh, Sparty dunk in a basketball design. They've got the MSU, uh, the script hockey uh, logo on a shirt. They've got the Sparty statue shirt. They've got this really old retro like tailgater with that MSU gear on. Like It's just like a cartoon drawing. They're, they're absolutely incredible. Go check it out, homefieldapparel.com. 
And they've also got, you know, other schools in Michigan, Central, Eastern, Western, Northern, Grand Valley, Ferris, Wayne State, UDM, and Hope. Uh, they've got awesome stuff for any school you could want. And they don't have anything from U of M. So we love the them. Best. The, the best part, yeah. We love them for that. And like Matt mentioned, you can go to homefieldapparel.com right now, check out all their gear, and you'll get 20% off your first purchase of Home Field Apparel at homefieldapparel.com with promo code ONSPARTANS. It's one word, homefieldapparel.com, promo code ONSPARTANS, 20% off your purchase. Homefieldapparel.com, promo code ONSPARTANS. All right, Matt, you asked me the question. I'm going to turn the tables on you. I'm going to ask you, did the Big Ten postpone its football season too early? Oh, man, it's a tough question to answer. Can I just, like, have that cop out before I go any further? Is, is that is that fair? Yeah, I think everyone knows it's a tough question. Okay, as, as long as we all know that. Okay, um, it's at the time. It seemed like a no-brainer that they should cancel the season, for sure. However, uh, if I could just uh, paint a meme with my words right now, it is the epitome of the Squidward looking out at Patrick and SpongeBob frolicking in the front yard. Uh, and uh, in this case, <laughs> Squidward is the Big Ten, and SpongeBob and Patrick are the ACC, Big 12, and SEC. That seemed to be going on. Um, there are hitches for sure. Like there are reports that, you know, some teams are having issues with COVID, like uh, borderline, like whole position groups are wiped out during practice here and there, whatnot. Um, well, here, for the most part, th- they're me... going on and that sucks. Yeah. So I, I'm just gonna, I got a couple tweets here. I'm just going to read. Okay. So this is from Alex Scarborough, uh, who covers college football in the South for ESPN. Okay. Auburn will be without 16 players at practice this week due to COVID testing. Melzon reports. This is like, as we record this, this was two hours ago. Uh, question to Melzon. What are your goals this week? Melzon's response to practice. Okay. Nice. Good. Start. Melzon start says two position groups were hit especially hard. Quote, we did have two position groups last week. Dot, dot, dot. Like whatever. We didn't feel comfortable practicing with that many guys out. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma had an entire position group out uh, of practice last week. And the way they said it, uh, it's a, something where multiple people are on the field working together at the same time. So I don't know. That could be either line, could be the receivers, could be linebackers. Like basically an entire room at Oklahoma got wiped out. Yeah. We saw it a little bit. Uh, with Austin P in Central Arkansas, <laughs> Austin P didn't have their long snapper. That's not an important position. That's fine. Yeah, and so they <laughs> ended okay up. Them. They ended up. They had a couple bad snaps, and then their quarterback started punting. I mean, he punted like <laughs> eight times. Yep, big time, um, baby. So here, there's that. There's just that. I just want, that's there's a handful of tweets, and then this is from uh, originally reported by Chris Vanini, but here's just an important update. Uh, I spoke with Kenneth Gainwell's father, who confirmed his son has opted out this season due to concerns over COVID-19. Kenneth Gainwell is a superstar running back from Memphis. He's absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Curtis Gainwell Sr. said the family has lost four members to the virus, including an uncle who was buried this weekend. So, okay, so maybe this is a non-answer from me, and you can call me out if this is. But So it's two parts. One, it will be incredibly... um, I don't even know if it's bittersweet. It'd just be like kind of bitter if like we are watching college football in September, October, and like the Big Ten's left out of the party. However, with that mm-hmm. said, I totally, 
understand why. And it's everything you just said and what's going on. We don't have to rehash everything. But I just I, I think and here's my biggest thing is and this is not an answer at all. Um, <laughs> I just wish and or hope that like the whole winter football thing and or spring football thing was taken more seriously because like it kind of seemed right off the bat like, yeah, we'll call it spring football. Sure. What, uh, what's going to pe- what's going to appease you people? OK, that. Yeah, for sure. And everyone's talking like, yeah, there's like a two percent chance it's going to happen. Like. I think that can happen. And whether that's, you know, immediately after Thanksgiving or around like New Year's Eve or yeah, if it is in March, like I, I think something could happen this year, but I, I just don't know how serious everyone's taking it. And I guess the only people that would know that answer as to how serious they're taking it are the people inside the walls of the big 10 offices, PAC 12 offices. And yeah, people that actually have to make these decisions and not just an idiot behind the microphone, you know? Yes. You're not making. Not it. Oh, wait, 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 wait! I thought you were making the decisions. I thought you and I were in charge. Contrary to popular belief, I don't necessarily have a lot of pull oh, um, okay. with with the Big Ten kicking off here in a little bit. Uh, uh, so I, I don't. We'll see when the Big Ten gets back on the field. We'll see when the Pac-12 gets back on the field and the other conferences. They will. And I mean, so the five conferences we care about, two of them aren't playing. Three of them are playing, but. Almost, you know, not everyone else, but like 90% of the sport between the rest of Division One, FBS, and FCS aren't playing. So, like, it's not just those conferences, but those yeah, are the, two, right, right, the right. two big ones. So, Big Ten's going to get the most flack because they are the biggest with the most money and the most mm-hmm. national brand teams and national pushing power or whatever. So, the Big Ten's, of course, going to be the, the center of the tax. The Pac-12, skating right now, absolutely skating. They'll uh, get flack when it's like 12.30 a.m. on a Saturday yes. and everyone's like, what the hell? Shouldn't we be watching like Arizona State like try to get a win against Colorado by the skin of their teeth right now? Like what? what's yes. going yes. on? Why yes. don't I have Pac-12 after dark on my TV right now? Yes. So I think I'm gonna miss the, it so much. The, 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 they're going to push through. They're going to play as much as they can unless it just gets absurd. I think it's I don't even, it's not even I think, Matt. I, I'm removing I think from this. Okay. It's going to be a bleep show. going to be a yeah. mess. You're going to have missing a long snapper, and your quarterback's going to punt eight times. We're one for one so far in games that have just been a mess due to COVID. Some games will get off without a hitch, and it'll be totally fine. But Auburn is practicing without 16 players, had two position groups last week. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about Oklahoma, Alabama's is their school has having a massive outbreak. Tons of schools are having outbreaks. Like It's just going to be a mess. And they've, like, they're fine with that. And that's, like, the, 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 the power brokers in those conferences, that's their decision to make. And they made it, and they're cool with that. And you'll get some sort of weirder version of football where you're going to have more walk-ons, <laughs> more backups. And it's going to be an interesting situation. So you're going to have that. And I think in different corners, you're going to have little tragedies pop up. Maybe not necessarily with... A player, right, because we, we know that the odds of them dying, a player getting it and dying, is still is really low. And that's not the main mm-hmm. thing. Seems to be a better chance of, like, these weird long-term health implications that we just don't know enough about. And that's been the thing the Big, 12, Big Ten and Pac-12 have sort of leaned on in their cancellation. Uh, I, like, I'm just thinking of, like, Gainwell, like, He's yeah. got four family members that died of COVID. Like, this is something that is going to be has impacted players 
and programs already a ton. Like, when you have 180,000 people that have died from it across the country, like, there are going to be programs that, like, someone lost an uncle, someone loses a parent, right? Someone's grandparent, whatever. They can't have a funeral for grandma. You know, there's just going to be sad stories like that because of COVID. Not maybe directly to the players and, like, we obviously don't want that to happen, but I don't know. Like a coach gets really sick, an older coach gets it and gets really sick. Like these are things that are on the table, and I I think it's it's just hard to believe that something like that isn't going to crop up at some point in the season, more so than it already has. And it's just I don't know. I think in a few months we're going to look back on the football season that they had and be like, that was weird. Did that have yeah. to happen? Did we have to do that? And I feel crappy because I don't remember who exactly tweeted it out. And I want to make clear that, like, this is not my words. I'm not this funny of a person. But, like, this is going to feel like a 1913 football season where, like, one team is playing an eight-game season. Another mm-hmm. team is, like, 2-0 on the year. And, like, seven teams are claiming a national title because yes. they went, like, 6-1 and one or something like that. Like, this is going to be a complete patchwork season where we're going to look back at the 2020 Wikipedia, like, college football page and just... What? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Like, why? Why is te- why does Texas have a banner for a national title when they went five and three this year, and uh, Auburn went nine and one, and they still don't cl- like? It's going to be a weird patchwork season yeah. coming up as, as and, Army goes two and zero. Oh, the, the Citadel goes three and one. Like, it, it's going to be a weird one. And it is just a total money situation, right? And that's something. Yeah, and course. I, of course, I'm not going to rail on that. I've already railed on that. I did that weeks ago. We're all adults. We know what's going on. It's all about the money. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. uh, Yeah, it'll check back with me in a few weeks, honestly. All right, we'll do. If it's smooth and going, I'm like, damn you, Big Ten. We could have done it. It could have been pulled off. My hopes aren't high right now. Okay. My hopes aren't high that it'll be a clean season. All All right, right, that's going to do it for us here on Locked on Spartans. We'll be back with you. I don't know, Matt. When do you want to do another episode? Oh, God. This week? This week? How's this week, son? At some point this week. All right, there we go. Nice, thanks. <laughs> no, I think we'll be back tomorrow. Okay. We'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday. We'll do a Tuesday show. We'll uh, we'll find some things for you to or for t- to talk about for you guys to uh, engage in. Uh, maybe we'll do some, like, movie trivia? Maybe? Oh, crap. Great. Maybe? Nice. All right. Maybe. Well, eh, fine. Fine. Yeah. We'll yeah, we, we got some listener questions still in the bag, too, that we can get to. Old, yeah. old faithful. Yeah, we do. We do. We can do that. So that's uh, that's what we'll do here uh, the next couple of... God, it's just, this sucks. I wish we were talking about Northwestern. Like, oh, the Northwestern defense is a 3-4. They're outside linebackers. <sighs> Me just freaking out telling people that we're going to lose by 28 points. God, I... <sighs> All right, hey, you know tomorrow's though? Hey, do, do you know tomorrow's though? What? Our 100th show since MSU has played a sporting event. So, it, woo! <laughs> we, we've done it. We, we've produced 100 shows on a college sports podcast ever since a college sport was played at Michigan State University. So, uh, really, and thank you, listeners, for sticking with us through all that. I'll, I'll have a longer thank you, but yeah. yeah. The worst. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, tomorrow review, ever subscribe. Since that game. Matt, Matt, take us home. <laughs> No. Okay, well, I have to. All right, go green. Woo, yeah, home field, built bar. Pain.